Number two on the list, Mikey. You know it. And of course, who comes if you're not in first, you're in last, Eric C. What up, homie? What's going on, home slices? So let me just jump right in. I got to ask you guys a question and tell me what your answers would be. So five cars that make you questionably not a dude. (laughs) So I guess I was trying to be nice, but it makes you not a female ass grabber. (laughs) Makes you not a fag. Or makes you, makes you a female ass grabber, but you can abbreviate that. I'm sorry. Can you start over? (laughs) Oh my God. Are you retarded? He wants to know which five cars do we think would be driven by a homosexual? (laughs) Oh, okay. Or question your manhood. How's that? Not a homosexual, but way to go, Mike. I mean, that's cool. I mean, <laughs> current cars or any or cars of all time? It could be, it could be cars within the last 20 years. Oh, Let's got, just say. I got something for your ass. Okay. Honda so, Del Sol. Okay. So he went Honda Del Sol. Oh. Okay. For number five, Porsche. Mikey. Yep. Go, go, what's number four, Mike? Oh, sorry. God damn it. Take your goddamn place, man. A number four <laughs> for me? Like, yes. Um, I would have to say like a Mercedes like C-Class more than likely would be. Mikey went bougie. I noticed this. He went with the bougie cars to call people out. I love it. All um, right. So that's four. You want to let like, you want to let like, Eric take three, two, one, or do you want to try another oh, one? Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were asking each of us. No, nah, we'll just out. we'll just fill it in, and I'll give you mine. That way we can okay. move on. Go, Eric. Okay, try um, number three. Mazda Miata. Okay, number two. Porsche Boxster. <laughs> oh, that is pretty a douchey car, though. I, I'd say that's more of a douchebag car. But go ahead. Number one on your choice. Ooh, it's tough. All right, and then I'll tell you what my top five were, guys. Actually, you know what? I don't have a number one. Those were, I pretty much wore my two out with the Mazda Miata. All right, right, I'm going to go start with my top five. I'm going to go with any convertible Mustang. But that kind of makes you more douchey. Hold on, that makes you more douchey, I know. But number four, the VW Beetle. The newer ones. Okay, newer one. All right. If you're a dude, it had a cup holder, and it also had a flower holder. And then... Number three would be the Mini Cooper convertible. Oh, that is oh. big. Every day. <laughs> and I can't believe you guys didn't mention this one. Number two, the Prius. Ooh. I'm sorry, man. If you're a dude, you can't be driving around in a Prius unless you know, yeah, you, know, you, know unless you got are, dark tinted windows and nobody can see you in it. It's kind of like a fat chick, that, you know? It's fun to ride. Fag. You don't want anybody to see on it. I don't, makes, I don't think that makes you a fag. No, I, I don't either, <laughs> actually. My boy, Prius, no. my boy Jason, he has a Prius. And uh, it's all there. It's you all, go. It's completely murdered out. <laughs> Put it this way: If someone pulls in a Prius, are you thinking vegan or are you thinking they suck dick? Like first, I'm like thinking they suck dick. Thought. I'm thinking he's. Smart. I'm hoping they suck dick. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking he, vegan. I'm thinking he's smart and doesn't want to pay for gas. I think he's vegan. That's my first thought. You guys are like, two the um, and my number one, Eric stole for his number two, which was the Mazda. Miata. Miata convertible. Any guy that rides around in a Mazda Miata convertible automatically <laughs> he's already he's, he's gagging on he's gagging on wieners. So, <laughs> and the only reason why I saw this is because everybody at the beach this past weekend that was driving those straight up, dude. You could tell that you know it's probably because they rented them for the beach. Yeah, well, you know, 
Why the fuck would you drive a Miata? Why, why would you get like a convertible Mustang or have you ever you driven just a Miata? Yes, Mustang. They're actually a lot. I said they were a douchey car, and I'm a douche. All right, so but whatever. They're actually a lot of fun to drive. Which Doug? Did you see Mike Maz, in a Miata? Mazda Miatas. Did and, you see and Mike the same in a Miata? Mini Coopers. Mini Coopers are a lot of fun to drive. Like Eric. I wouldn't. I wouldn't own one as my daily driver, but they are fun. Eric, could I'm you see him lie. driving around in a Miata convertible? Oh, oh God. That uh, dude, would be I was like, to see. <laughs> like, he spikes his hair up, dude, goes around <laughs> town. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah. He's just promoting our boy band. <laughs> <laughs> you and Eric. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> I could see my you buddies, two being in a boy band. Had, actually, three of my buddies had Miatas in high school. Ew. <laughs> I dated a girl with a convertible they'd sit, Miata. They'd sit there at the stoplight and they do the wave, the Miata wave, where you get the the wipe the headlights to move at a certain individually. You were they straight? They do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know them. Yeah, Oof. you know what? Once we uh, get Shane out of this, Mahoney. once we get out of this, uh, really, this labia on wheels. <laughs> yeah, labia, labia on wheels. <laughs> Labia saying, car on wheels. The bottom of the labia. It was, like, it was like the poor man's Porsche. Basically. Well, the poor man's Porsche was the Boxster. That, yo, I still yeah. think that one was cheap. Yeah, I had a, yeah. I had a, dude, I, mean, I, had, cheap, I had a buddy at the time. I'm no longer cheap, like 40 grand. I know, expensive. but I've never, well, he paid like 18 for his. It was used, but uh, I'll be honest with you. Well, you can buy this, 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 your car. Fucking this, cheap can you guys stop talking yeah. over each other? That'd be great. No. Hey, fuck you, Eric. Fuck off. So anyway, this guy that I was, went to high school with, and I was actually friends with at the time, bought one. We ragged on him so hard. It was white. And we used to, we, this guy would get furious because he had that kind of personality because we said it was a Miata. <laughs> Every time he pulled up here, like, dude, nice Miata. And he's like, fuck you guys, man. <laughs> he gets so bit out of shape, but he's a douche. So it fit him canoe. perfect. So what a douche anyway. canoe. Yeah. Anyway, so Eric, what would be the most masculine vehicle that you could ever own? Like if you had your choice of any vehicle and you're like, let me show off my manhood. <laughs> I can already tell where Mike's go with this. Go, Mike. What did you, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say an F-150. <laughs> I was going to say a tank. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm talking commercial He's vehicle. He's being serious. Commercial vehicle? Or just regular vehicle. You mean re just regular recreational vehicle that you buy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Mike. I'll let you go first. Any full-size truck. All right. It's the apocalypse, right? End of the world. You get one vehicle to choose to drive around and mow down zombies, this, that, and the other. What are you picking? At F-150 truck? A, a or? blimp. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go up a in the blimp. air. And go, you got to state, state the nature of the medical emergency. Um, <laughs> I, 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 that way I don't want to run anything over. I can just coast over the top of it. <laughs> drop <laughs> drop bombs on them. Full of fire motel cocktail bombs. Top, go inside, get the shit, get back up the blimp and take off. <laughs> if I had to pick a vehicle, I think I would go with one of those big ass Ford F-350s or whatever super duties that I could like put like those bars on and stuff where I could just run bitches over and smush them. No. No. You would run out you'd run out of gas. What would you Diesel. use? I'm, I'm going with the F-650. That's what Deion Sanders just bought. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Mike, can you uh, Google it, pull it up? So Mike, what would you pick then while you're <sighs> Googling that? If you had any vehicle, what would it be? Post-apocalyptic? Mm -hmm. Yeah, wouldn't have a vehicle. I'd go by horseback. <laughs> go by, I don't know. Man. The problem with vehicles is you, you'd be you'd literally be stuck to roads because if not, you'd get stuck in high center and become a liability. Would you go Plus by horseback? Loud. 
Yeah, horses would be cool. The only problem there is, is you got to feed them and keep them safe. Hmm. And the zombies guys, get them. Have you guys done. rode horses? Yeah, I used to own horses. <laughs> I mean, uh, you have the two little adorable. No, I had real full size horses. Oh, we're talking about real horses. Yeah, real horses. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I had real. I had. I had full size horses. What was the fastest you ever got them up to? You know the I like. Know. The, I don't know. I didn't clock them. No, no. no. I mean, I'm saying like the fastest I ever got a horse. I never got to a gallop. I uh, a canter was the fastest okay, I, I my, ever. I honestly thought Eric was going with I the got fat to joke. a gallop. Um, <laughs> I got to a gallop for a short period, but not full bore like going balls, which was a little, it was a little uh, intense. It is. Yeah, we ran out of space really fast. Like you, you really got to be like out in open planes in order to stay in any type of velocity. <laughs> it's nerve wracking because you're on the back of the horse and you don't, and you're running across grass. So you don't know if that son bitch is going to trip or fall or I don't know. Like it was a little nerve wracking for me. <laughs> yeah. I did. I've, I've only, I actually rode bitch on a horse. Really? It was, yeah, it was some girl and uh, she owned a horse. Hey, she came which, by and picked me up and I was going to show you. As far as F650s. Holy shit. That just looks like a gas guzzler, dude. I'm already, I can already see all of them. I'm going, dude, that looks like you would drink fuel, like a gallon of fuel every two miles. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's dizzle, dizzle fuel. That looks ridiculous. Owning that kind of vehicle, a Ford 650. Yeah. Well, I think that's the thing. That's, is this the one he bought? That's like Mad Max type <laughs> shit. Exactly. I was thinking the same exact thing. That's some Mad Max type shit, dude. You wouldn't have enough fuel, like Mike said. You'd yeah, run out of fuel. Fuel would be a problem. And fuel would be a huge problem. And they're loud, so the problem is you'd attract everybody. All the zombies coming at you. You have to be stealthy in a post-apocalyptic world. Like, everything you do would have to be stealthy as shit. And the problem is, is trying, I mean, in, in post-apocalyptic, the problem with moving to other locations is, is you have to know your surroundings very well. So what you're doing is you're taking your element you're taking yourself out of your own element and moving yourself into an element that you have a bunch of unknowns and you're moving into someone else's element that they know very well. So the probability of death goes way up. So do you think in a post-apocalyptic world, humans would ban into like small tribes and invade other people in other neighborhoods? <sighs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, it's, it's going to be kill or be killed. See, I think the United States itself is susceptible to an EMP blast. And I think this country would freak the fuck out. A right what, away a what blast an emp, EMP. electromagnetic, electromagnetic pulse. pulse oh okay it would knock out every electric device anything that's battery powered anything that runs like your tv your laptops all of them would be dead instantaneously we would be in the dark like in the in, like back in the stone age it would put us back in stone age instantaneously like escape from new york like yeah. worse like, you know what i'm saying you would there would be no power ever you'd have to burn fires to see at night you'd carry torches um it would get crazy. I think the world, the, the United States would lose their shit. Do you guys have a, like a go-to place that you would literally go to if something like that happened, like your safe zone? Um, Fetal position. I, you know, it's funny because, you know, Mike and I have had a conversation about this shit before in the past. And, you know, the reality is, is I would probably get out of my neighborhood and go to his. And then we'd probably get overrun at some point anyway, because he's then brought you, up that point would, before. Then, then you would get shot. Oh, <laughs> thanks, asshole. Because he lives more on like a ranch, so we could see it coming from all angles, because he's got a swamp behind him. So most people are going to go through that swamp and get ate by an alligator. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And, or, you know, they There's so trails back there. They, they got trails, but that's the only way they can get through is like one direction from the trail. 
So we would see that if somebody's guarding like the south, somebody's guarding the east, somebody's guarding the west, somebody's guarding the north entrance, like from the rooftop or whatever, you got a pretty clean line of sight at his house to be able to pick people off as they come in. Now, if they come in with sheer numbers, yeah, we're probably going to get overrun and the house burnt down and then they'll just smoke us out of the house. Here's the thing that COVID taught us is that we are very, very, it's very fragile what we have as far as the reality of it. Like it wouldn't take a whole lot to get to that point. And then I think people would have to band together. Like I would probably band together with all my neighbors here. Yep. And then you try to grow it out, but there would be people that are being assholes. You know what I mean? And it would be a doggy dog world. Mm-hmm. I think you would see a lot of people go, be it would, assholes. It would, go back, it would be go back to fuel. It'd be go back to fuel times. I mean, mm-hmm. that's literally what it would be. It'd be like, I believe you know. like I already have, I already have a plan. I mean, I might crack jokes, but literally we have our bug out bags and all that kind of shit. I would literally load up what I could in food supplies. And, and cause I have two big bags that I would fill up, throw it in my car and head straight to his place. Cause I just feel like if I'm going to do a last stand, I'd rather be able to see it coming. You go into my neighborhood, dude, you're going to get picked off. And that's if I make it out of here. See, on the problem foot. Is, I may not make it. The problem is, is that, most people would have the same idea you did, so all the roads would be clogged. So the first, well, that's why I'm in on foot. I don't even think your car would make it out of your neighborhood. Neighborhood, it would be so congested. You'd run into congestion and run into people banning cars, freaking out. Like, I, I, you know, and then once you're on foot, you're a moving target. I think it's like uh, the movie War of the Worlds, where they're all like in that town and they all start flipping out and they yeah. pull they pull his gun out they hit his kid in the head because they're trying to get yeah. the last vehicle that's running yeah right. because remember they, they didn't have remember because they had the battery disconnected so the starter yeah. stayed good they just replaced you know the bullshit in it yeah so i think that's what the world would turn into it'd be an apocalyptic event and i think probably half the population would kill themselves off pretty quickly see I in a re- sheer panic mode i have relatives that live up in in the hills in pennsylvania uh, yeah. the opposite side of pittsburgh so it's like New Media, Catawissa, Bloomsburg area, all in the mountains. And 154 acres, I think, is what the total is of land that they have. That's where I would go to hide. If you could get out of Florida. You only if, have if, one if, way if, out. If I could get out, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in Florida, we'd probably pretty much be screwed trying to get out of here. Yeah, we'd be yeah. There's over. too much swampland. There's too much shit that can eat you uh, to get out of here, just to get out of this state alone. Well, it's not even that. We're not even physically prepared to do it. No. Like, in all honesty, like, I would you know, like... get two we, miles and be exhausted. If you <laughs> had to carry 50 pounds of, like, equipment on your back right now, no, I couldn't food, do it. supplies, everything else, and you had to walk in the 90-degree sun or I'd at night I'd be in fucked. Florida, you, you, yeah, you make it a couple miles and you'd fucking collapse because we're not training for that. Exactly. You know? I mean, now, I literally, I literally walked around the mall Saturday and my feet were fucking killing me from just walking. Like, you know, I walked eight, eight miles on Saturday throughout the malls and Ikea and all that shit. And my fucking arches and my feet were fucking killing me for my feet, for my feet injuries. Like, I'm just like, there's no way I could do a, a, a 700 or 800 mile trek from Florida up to Virginia or, you know what I mean? Mountainlands and then have enough stamina and energy left over to build something or live in something. See, I think Mike made a good point. It, to me, it's like the people that survive an apocalyptic event here would have to be in rural areas like Wyoming. Uh, you I'll, know, I'll tell you what movie cracks me up. What? Not to mean to cut you off, but the, do you remember the movie? I think it was called The Day After Tomorrow. Oh, yes. great movie. Do you remember how all the people were like trekking out? Yeah, like idiots. Out? Okay. And then at the very end of the movie, I don't know if you saw it, but when they're in the helicopter and they're getting airlifted, all of a sudden, you see all these buildings with all these people just coming out of the buildings and sitting them on the roof and getting airlifted out. 
All the motherfucker survived just by doing nothing. Literally, they just sat. They just waited. They just hunker down. Wait a minute, and then they hauled ass. I, I don't think we're on the same page here with the movie. This is the one where the I where the they're in New York with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. See, I don't remember them waiting on top of buildings. I remember that there was a very end. There was a douchebag cop. That wanted to escort everybody out, saying, We gotta go out there, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but at the very end, like they're being airlifted out, like it's post, I think it's even post credits, and they're showing other people being saved. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'll double check my facts, but um I believe you, but I, I I've never seen that. I don't. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um so he's looking it up real quick. But yeah. I don't know. I guess what we're trying to say, people, is if you know if we have an EMP blast or we have a post-apocalyptic event, y'all are pretty much fucked. I'm a, <laughs> so. I'm a big fan of uh, Cody Lundin. I don't know if you've ever guys ever watched him. Um, Mm-mm. He Mm-mm. was on that dual Survivor show for a while. And his, ment- his mindset to survival is basically like, like a sloth. Like conserve as much energy, do the bare minimum, and just conserve energy and live like he's not out here. Like he's like, he makes fun of the other guy. Cause the other guys like we're wearing all this, like, you know, military spec gear and has like all this equipment and shit. And he's out there. First thing the guy goes like, we're going to build shelter. So he goes out there and he's like chopping wood and doing stuff. And literally Cody runs over and he's like, all right, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to grab these two leaves and I'm going to hang them over this tree and I'm going to lay underneath here and I'm going to wait till the afternoon comes. Yep. it's too hot right now yeah he's a and survival he, instructor yeah. at the uh aboriginal living skill yep. school in prescott yeah, Arizona. yep and he literally you know <laughs> the other guy's like sweating and burning like two thousand calories you know building this fucking fort knox fortress and meanwhile cody's <laughs> over there sucking he's literally like laying there and like then like a bug rolls by and he grabs a bug and just fucking eats it there's protein. So <laughs> gross. So he gross. walks over. Then he, then he kind of like rolls over and he, he fucking sees like a tree branch that's like decomposing and he breaks it open. And there's like 50 grubs in there and he's like just <laughs> chowing down on them. Nasty motherfucker. You know? Yeah. And the other guy's like, I got to build a bow to go hunt a deer. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like, like day, like, you know, day two, like the other guy's fucking exhausted and fucking Cody's just like sitting there like fucking king of the jungle. <laughs> Must be nice to have those survival uh, survival skills. Yeah, he's like he's like yeah, the survival bastards. skills. Is just basically be lazy and just eat the shit that's around you. And the guy's like, oh, it's a fucking gator. Let me go catch that. And Cody's like, this is like you know because they they each have their own little like t- things. So like they're ripping on each other on the other show. You know what I mean? Like they both have the same objective and they both go together, but they have two totally different approaches. So Cody's like, yeah, that's really stupid because if that thing like accidentally hits me, like I'm out here dying of infection. <laughs> you know, that, that meal, I'm going to burn almost as many calories trying to catch it as I am eating it. And on that note, we're going to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> so no, on that note, we'll end it like this. This is coming from Mike's survival tips. Just be a lazy fuck. Let everybody else do the work and you're going to survive and outlast everybody. I like his, I like it. I like stay his put, uh, strategy. Stay put, stay <laughs> in your house. <laughs> stay put, stay in your house and make wait, everybody wait else do the, the work. To die. There's going to be plenty of fuel around you. <laughs> So, guys, for any more survival tips, hey, so if you want some more survival tips, just email us at info at thedailyvia.com. Say, hey, in the subject line, I need survival tips from Mike, and he'll be happy to respond with his survival tips. Where Um, can they find us, man? Tiki Talk, Tweet Machine, underscore The Daily BM, Facebook, Instagram, The Daily BM. So, we'll catch you guys on the flip side.
Have a good one. Deuces.